What they're whispering about in Baghdad. Today, Tuesday, September 9th, this is The World. I'm Aaron Schachter, in for Marco Werman. Tomorrow, President Obama plans to outline his strategy for dealing with Islamic militants. But in Iraq, where the militants threaten to split the country, people are skeptical. They don't believe this is going to have a happy ending or the Islamic State group can necessarily be pushed back. Also, why northern Iraq's oil can be hard to offload. Here we have oil stuck in tankers um, because the political risk, uh, the legal risk, is so high. Plus, if Scotland votes for independence, what do you do with the UK flag? How about just remove the Scottish bits? It's not that simple. It'd be like saying to an Americans, right, we're going to take the red stripes out. I don't think they'd feel it was their flag anymore. Support for PRI's The World comes from TIAA CREF, a financial services company helping to create financial outcomes that matter. Learn more at TIAA.org. I'm Aaron Schachter, in for Marco Werman, and you're listening to The World. Twelve days ago, President Obama said he had no strategy for dealing with the militants who call themselves the Islamic State. Now he's getting ready to unveil his strategy in a speech to the American people tomorrow. Today, the president's agenda included briefing congressional leaders. Obama himself has said the new strategy will not include any new American boots on the ground, but more U.S. airstrikes against the militants in Iraq and perhaps in Syria are likely. We want to know what folks in Iraq want to hear from the president tomorrow, so we called reporter Jane Araf in Baghdad. She's with Al Jazeera English. And Jane, what are you hearing? Well, Aaron, what they really want to see are indeed airstrikes for the most part. They definitely do not want to see soldiers face to face. They don't want soldiers in their streets again. They don't want the reminders of that American occupation here, but they do desperately want help in the form of advanced weapons and the kind of military help that a lot of Iraqis believe only the United States can and perhaps is willing to provide. So they're expecting increasing rounds of airstrikes, including around Baghdad, we're told, by security officials here on the outskirts of Baghdad. Now, the capital's relatively safe despite explosions now and then, but it does remain a concern, as does that vast area close to the Syrian border. Okay, Iraqis do not want more American soldiers. Uh, President Obama is likely to say there will be no more American soldiers. Do Iraqis actually believe that? Here, as anyone who has spent even a bit of time knows, people tend to believe in things that aren't necessarily... How shall I put this? They believe in conspiracy theories. Most people believe, really most of them, if you go in the street and ask people, or if you sit at a dinner party, or if you go into the halls of parliament and ask people what they think is going on, a lot of Iraqis will tell you that this was planned from the beginning, that the United States planned this to weaken Iraq. When you say this, Jane, that Iraqis believe this was planned, what is the this? That this, I suppose, is that extraordinary concept of fully one-third of their country now being beyond their control, occupied, in fact, seized by the Islamic State group. So a lot of Iraqis tend to believe that this was part of some grand plan. Would Iraqis, do you think, be less suspicious if the U.S. worked together with a, a broader alliance you know, including uh, regional countries, Arab countries? 
they would probably be more suspicious if the United States worked with Arab countries. And that's the thing. That's part of the reason why there aren't Arab soldiers here. It's part of the reason why the Turks can't get involved because of the legacy of the Ottoman Empire. Everything carries baggage with it. But what we're seeing on the ground really is quite extraordinary because in specific battles, you will have Iraqi government forces, basically a Shia-dominated army, along with Iraqi special forces, which retain a strong connection to the United States and U.S. special forces who have trained them. You'll have Iranian militias who are playing a key role here, along with Iranian advisors, and in some places, Iranian artillery and units that have come across the border. And then on top of all that, you have U.S. airstrikes. And to make it even more complicated, in the north, you have a Kurdish group that played a key role in rescuing members of the Yazidi minority from Mount Sinjar, who are classified as a terrorist organization still in the United States and many countries. So pretty much.